What is up, dudes? Welcome to another episode of Internet Whatnots. I'm your host, Dude, it's Jeremy. Hot off the heels off that Super Bowl episode where I said I wanted to do more than one episode a week. Here I am. It's not the end of the week, and I'm doing another episode, so I'm proud of me. Plus one, Jer. Plus one. 50 points to Gryffindor. So look, um, let's do a couple housekeeping things before we get started, right? First of all, if you listen to that Super Bowl episode, I really appreciate it. It was not a good quality episode, but like I said at the very beginning, like I just had to get that out there. It was like uh, just making my skin crawl, all those things that I had to get out there. And I, I even had like more developed thoughts. Like the, as the day went on, I was thinking of better stuff I should have said, but it's whatever. I got 10 listens. Hey, <laughs> listen, um, a couple of housekeeping things, reviews. I'm in desperate need of, of reviews for this podcast, okay, on Apple, on uh, Sp- Spotify doesn't offer reviews, I don't think so, but the follows are nice, but on Apple uh, Podcasts, if you could leave a review, but listen, here's what I want to do, okay, you can do one of two things, you can, you can leave an original review, and that's great, but you can do one of two things from the options I'm giving you, okay, um, I'm going to tweet a th- sample podcast review for you to copy and paste and insert the words of your choosing. All right, now hold on a sec because I got to think of what I wanted to say. Something along the lines of this podcast is to blank as, wait, this is to podcast what blank is to food. My mom has recommended it to all of her friends in her blank, blank group. Or just blank group. Yes, I like this. Okay. This podcast, wait, this is to podcasts what blank is to food. My mom has even recommended it to her blank group. Now, that could be anything. I think it could be a lot of fun. It could be a lot of marshmallows, a lot of knitting groups, reading groups, church groups, maybe. Maybe your, your mom's church group wants to talk about the internet whatnots. The battle for screen time has begun. That's the title of the episode. Why is it called that? Um, so screen time is going to be the topic of the show, the tots. I want to talk about mostly like mostly the response to screen time because it's really, really starting to turn. It started to turn like towards the end of the year. And it's it's really picking up speed, and that's why I wanted to do this do this show as early as I could. So <laughs> the other reason I'm inspired to do this today is because I've had a really bad day as far as screen time goes. So I've been monitoring my screen time from my iPhone just from the designated uh, statistics uh, screen time app, which I really like. Had a lot of bugs for a while. I would get these bits where like it would work for a couple days and then it would not work for a day so it would throw off my statistics for like the whole week but if you're unfamiliar it shows you your time your screen time it's broken down into like categories uh, like social networking reading entertainment whatever so I really like that because like there are times when I watch a Netflix show on my phone and that is screen time but I don't like that to count for my total screen time if that makes sense so like as far as work goes I probably spend two to three hours, uh, let's say three to four hours per day. Combine that with whatever phone screen time I have and then add on to that, I would say one to two hours like of television at the end of the day. So 
three to four, one to two. So we're already looking at six hours plus whatever I do on my phone. That's crazy when you think about that. But I love the awareness. The awareness is like, like I said, it's starting to pick up speed. People are really starting to become aware of how much time they're spending on on screens. And I think having kids has a really big impact on that too because obviously like you want to monitor how much screen time your kids have, right? I think that's something that like, I don't know what your age is, but like my parents at least, like they were concerned with screen time, but not concerned with screen time. And what I mean by that is the screen was definitely a babysitter for me at times. And there were times when like my parents would want to take a nap or whatever. So they would just put on TV. And I'm not saying that's like a whole, you're a horrible parent if you do that. But then where they were concerned with screen time would be like, (laughs) it's like those memes that are like, my back hurts. And your mom's like, it's all that damn, it's your damn phone. All the time you spend on your damn phone. You know what I mean? So like there was that concern or whatever. I would be like uh, not allowed to be on the computer late at night or whatever. I don't know if my parents were afraid I was going to get into like some online scams or trafficking or some crazy shit, but it never happened. Anyways, so I think having kids has an impact on that. But in general, people are definitely becoming more aware of their screen time, especially because like there's a huge movement for like self-care and just kind of bettering yourself right now, uh, which is great. And and screen time really plays into that now in 2019. So what I want to talk about is like tools for you to monitor that and be aware of that, because I think the awareness is like the most powerful thing, right? Like it, some people have jobs where you're required to be looking at a screen for long periods of your day and that's fine right but if you're aware of it at least you can minimize your your additional screen time that you don't need so i said at the beginning of the show i had a bad day right i spent six hours and 35 minutes on my just on my phone i didn't spend as much time watching tv or anything today but still that's a lot of time for me generally i average two and a half hours two and a half to three hours now the other thing that's super important is I I averaged two and a half to three hours. Now, when I first started using the app, so probably like what my norm was six months ago was three and a half hours, three and a half to four hours per day, most of which was like social networking or reading. But here's the thing. I think Reddit gets categorized into reading. So uh, that doesn't exactly count because Reddit's also where I get my dank memes. But um so three and a half to four hours, that's a lot of time to be spending on the phone. You know what I mean? That's a lot of that's a lot of auto, autopilot for your day to just be like droning on on your phone because it's not like I work for my phone. Like I work like a, I have a hands-on job. So today I had six and a half, what did I say? Six hours and 15 minutes? Six and a half hours. I don't remember. It was an extremely long time and uh, about 90% of it was just social networking and Reddit, like I said, Twitch, watched a little Twitch stream for a while shout out to bim steel but anyways i want to talk about the tools i want to i want to talk about setting boundaries which kind of plays into the tools and then basically just how we can go about minimizing your screen time because i think minimal screen time is definitely best i think that there there was it was just like anything else in the world i think we we all got our phones before i get into the the tools and stuff i'm about to get really broad But I think before we got into, as soon as we got phones, as soon as we got computer screens that could do everything that we ever imagined, 
it was just like anything else where we went totally overboard with it, right? If we're using, if we're using like our laptops and our phones for everything, just staring at screens, texting, texting, sending messages. Now we're on Facebook. Now we're on Facebook Messenger, YouTube. When YouTube went mobile, um, I mean, just everything. Like it just went astronomical with the amount of time we spend on our phones and looking at screens. I just watched Eighth Grade by Bo Burnham recently. Uh, we we did a whole review on it on the Explosive Hammer podcast, so we got way more in depth. But the movie shows these eighth graders, and they literally do not take their eyes off their screens. And me, as a twenty-six-year-old guy, I was like, "Hmm, I wonder how accurate that is, like, to how kids are in school." And and reading comments and things like that, and listening to people involved in the movie, they're like, "Yes, that's what it is like." Like, even during an active shooter drill, kids are like, "It's impossible to get them to look away from their phones," which totally makes sense. It's totally fine. I'm not being a crotchety old man. Like these damn kids and their phones. It's fine. You can do amazing things with your phones. It's a lightsaber in your pocket. It's the most powerful thing in the world, and we all carry it. Supercomputers in our pants at all times. You get anxiety when you don't have your phone on you because you can do anything and everything with it, and it's amazing, but we we totally burned it out. We went way overboard. Now here we are, 2019, we're like, hold on a sec. There's a lot of time that we're spending on this thing that we don't need to be spending on this thing. So how can we minimize that? So the biggest thing is, like I said at the beginning, is awareness. I think that's step one is just awareness. When I first started six months ago and I said I was clocking in three and a half, four hours, I even when I knew that's what I was clocking in, it still took me a month, two months to dial that down a little bit. And the other thing is I don't know what the average screen time is. It's so hard to gauge. And I tried to find answers on the internet and on Reddit and on forums and everyone is just so different. And I think it's just because of the nature of your job. There are people who work from their phones. They have to spend eight to 10 hours a day on their phones responding to emails, DMs, tweeting out what this, that, the other thing. Like that's fine. There are some people who simply use their phone for browsing Facebook, for browsing Reddit and things like that. And so that's the stuff that I think it's super important to minimize. I'm not saying eliminate because I love social media. It does, uh, social media it does amazing things just like everything else. There's groups, there's support. You have friends, people you stay in contact with. They're amazing. But I think that it just needs dialed down to a reasonable rate. You know, So you start with awareness. Now if you're on an iPhone – you, you have that screen time analytics deal. Uh, you can set up a widget. Actually, I think when it first started, I think the widget came up automatically. If not, you can go into a full-blown screen time app, which is really cool because it gives you readouts on like your pickups, your average, uh, your, your time by the hour, your pickups per hour, things like that. Pickups are also super huge, and I want to talk about that in just a minute too. But I love that. And I don't know if there's an Android alternative. I really hope, please let me know like in a tweet or in a, in a comment here if you know if there's an Android alternative. I'm not sure. The other thing that I like very much is that uh, included in your tools is most of your social media apps now have that time. You can set a time limit, but also just see your time for the day. So Instagram, which for me is my biggest problem, I spend more time on Instagram than any other app, like by by four times the amount probably. 
So Instagram will show you your average for the week, your daily use, and you can set a time limit, which is my favorite feature. Now, all you have to do is go to your settings, and I think it's under your activity, and it shows up right away. So for me on Instagram, I spend, I set a limit for 30 minutes. Right now, my average is 32 minutes. For me, compared to what I was doing six months ago, that's generous. I was at a point where I was over an hour, hour and five minutes or something like that, which uh, it was just late last year they released, Instagram released that the average time spent on Instagram was 55 minutes in a given day. And that the reason that I saw that is because six or eight months prior to that, before they launched Instagram stories, it was 25 minutes. And since Instagram stories and IGTV, it has gone up to 55 minutes. That's crazy. That's super impressive for Instagram. I'm glad they're doing really big things, but it's also a huge red flag for us trying to be aware of our screen time. Does that make sense? So Instagram has an activity section that you can look at in your settings. Facebook also has an activity. Uh, it's in your settings. I can't remember exactly what it's under because I don't spend much time on, on uh, Facebook. Uh, I have my, my limit set to 15 minutes, and I only think I've hit that once since I, since I set it. They're, both, they're nice too, so it's like whatever you're doing, whatever you're browsing, whatever you're watching, it pops up right away, and it's like you've reached 30 minutes on Instagram. You've reached 15 minutes on Facebook. I'm like, okay. Now, here's, here's something that's kind of crazy though. On Facebook and Instagram, you can immediately dismiss those and keep browsing. Let me tell you what I really love and I'm really impressed by and I'm really surprised by. TikTok, TikTok, which has it is going to be in the top three contenders. If it's not already, it's so high up there. TikTok has a feature where you can set a limit, which also enables a passcode. So when that time limit pops up, let's say it's 30 minutes, whatever, I haven't set one yet because I'm pretty new on TikTok. Whatever you set it to, you have to put a passcode in to continue browsing. I love that. I love that idea so much. I hope to see that on Instagram and Facebook because it's just like that added layer of like, mm, okay, I've been on here as long, like the maximum amount of time that I want to be on here. Now I have to type in this number and it's just kind of a nice little reminder, right? So most of your apps now are implementing that in activity section. Those are the three that I'm like 100%. I know they have them. I don't know about Twitter. I don't know about, uh, I know that YouTube has it, but I have I can't stand like my recommended videos based on my search history. So I have my search history turned or my watch history turned off. Uh, but if you have your watch history turned on, you can see your time watched uh, throughout the day. I don't know. I don't even know what the readout looks like. I haven't even tested it out. Uh, let me know. Send me a screenshot if you do have it handy. And I'd like to know if there's a limit for that too, because I'm not 100% sure. I don't think Reddit has anything yet, but I would really like to see that because Reddit's another big one for me. I would say it's like Instagram and then Reddit and then, oh God, YouTube or Twitch, I guess, after that. But most most of your apps are starting to implement that. And I think by the end of this year, by the beginning of 2020, I think that all of your main apps, your, your like, let's say your top, let's just go with top 50 apps on the App Store, will probably have a feature similar to this. And it's because people are really getting getting in on this and getting up on that, which is amazing. It's so awesome because in a lot of cases, it's just an unnecessary thing that we're, that we're spending our time at and getting all this exposure to screen times and blue light. And I've talked about blue light before. I'm going to talk about blue light again, though. <laughs> 
blue light, which is so bad for you, especially when you're trying to wind down at the end of the day. It's going to keep you up, right? I've seen, you might have seen my Instagram pictures of my, my glasses, my blue light blocking glasses. Oh, my God. I love those. Let me do a plug. 10% off if you order blue light glasses from Crystal Hill Glasses. They've got some fantastic products. Let me tell you what appealed to me initially is I didn't know how much I would like these, so I went for a $25 pair uh, as opposed to like your average like $50, $60 pair. These things are amazing. $25 have changed my life. Uh, But you can get 10% off with the code DUDE, D-0-0-D. And uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know if they work out for you. I I wear them like in the morning and at night, and they're, they're doing wonders for my eyes and for eye strain. Which is really what that's I think that's the main thing we're after with with battling screen time as like eye strain and then like hindering your sleep and, and not being able to wake up as easy. Um, because that's that's another thing that's your I don't think there are numbers attached to this, but generally you're less productive if you get on your phone in the first 30 minutes of being awake. Now that blew my mind when I first read that because what do I do as soon as I wake up? I check. I look at the emails. I look at the I look at any like notifications that I got. So I've stopped doing that since I heard that. And it it definitely does make a difference. If that's something you're worried about, if you're worried about productivity, obviously screen time is going to play into that, but also just your timing. So trying to wait 30 minutes uh before Getting, and that's super simple to do, honestly. That's a, that's a matter of like getting your breakfast, drinking some water, doing some stretches maybe if you're that kind of person, going for a run if you're a real go-getter. But anyways, I definitely lost my train of thought here. We were talking about screen time. We were talking about TikTok. <laughs> talking about apps implementing this stuff. Oh, so what I would like to see... I like that the apps are doing it. I I would like a second reminder from my iPhone in general. And I think that hourly, I mean, I think you could set it to whatever, but I think I would like an hourly reminder. Hey, you've hit one hour on your phone today. Just a heads up. Because I think that would really slow me down too. Like if I got to like, you're on hour three, I'd be like, okay, well, ugh, do I really need to be doing whatever I'm doing right now? Probably not. So right now, that's like the biggest tool that you can use. The other thing that goes with that is not necessarily a tool, but it's just a, a, a mental tool, mental shortcut for you to use is just setting boundaries. Boundaries would include that 30 minutes that I just said. Like wake up, don't get on your phone for 30 minutes. The other thing that I've started doing that, that really helps me like with sleep and everything like that I talked about my blue light blocking glasses, but at the same time, I've also just tried to eliminate my phone use um, at least an hour before bed. Now, the one that I have not mastered yet is TV. I still like to watch TV for that last little hour, spend 15 minutes brushing my teeth, chilling out, getting relaxed and snuggly, and then going to sleep. So that that's the one that I'm trying to master right now. And if you can do it, I'm impressed. Let me know. Let me know if you're capable of doing that because I want to give you a shout out. <clears throat> but the boundaries are definitely super important, but also the most difficult because that's a discipline. That's a discipline you have to set within yourself. It's like, all right, well, hey, I'm not going to get on my phone no matter what. And that brings me to the next thing, which is notifications. Um, I want to talk about notifications and the rubber band trick. 
which I saw from Kevin Rose. He posted like one Instagram story and then I never saw anything. I don't know if he's still trying that out. I don't know if anyone is really, but it was kind of a cool idea. I thought it was interesting at least. So the rubber band trick was like basically keeping this red rubber band. I suppose any rubber band would work because who has a red rubber band on hand? Anyways, uh, a rubber band around your phone. Whenever you're not like active, like using it for work or using it for something important or necessary, but but slapping this rubber band on there basically is a reminder. So every time you go to pick up your phone, you have to move this rubber band, right? And it's just kind of like that extra little reminder that's like, hey, I gotta take this, I gotta take this rubber band off. So do I really need to be on this phone right now? Probably not, at least for me. Uh, and then notifications. So I highly, highly, highly recommend disabling push notifications for pretty much everything that isn't necessary. So far, I've done it for Facebook, Instagram, uh, Reddit, I, really pretty much everything except emails, I think, and texts, obviously. But even then, like after a certain time of the day, I definitely put on do not disturb because I don't want to get those pings and dings and rings and all that stuff. So that makes a really huge difference because as soon as you hear that, as soon as you hear that bing or whatever your ringtone is, or whatever your notification tone is, there's definitely a part of your brain that goes, hey, I need to get that right now. You know what I mean? You ever like, have you been having a conversation with someone? Their phone goes off. You see their eyes immediately like stare down their phone, like bum, 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 bum. And, you, and in, in my head, when someone does it, I'm like, just get it. Like, cause you're not going to be listening to me right now anyway. So just get your phone. But if you don't have those notifications, you don't have this, those distractions right off the bat, then you don't have to worry about it. And it, it's honestly, it's such a nice little like peace of mind. You know what I mean? Especially like for me, like I go to work, I've got those, those notifications on generally in case anything happens. But then when I go home, if I don't need it, I don't have those notifications. I can go home and be home and be totally present, which is an amazing, amazing thing. I still have not completely mastered that, but that's my, my goal is to master that being 100% present in whatever activity place, whatever that I'm doing. Sometimes it's really difficult though with our phones. It really is. You want to know what's happening. You want to know, like, you're able to search anything in the world. You're able to talk to anybody in the world in a matter of milliseconds. So there's a part of your brain, like, that's what's on your mind. Ooh, I wonder what's going on with this. Oh, I wonder what so-and-so is up to. So it's another thing I'm trying to master is just those distractions. Without those distractions, I wouldn't have as much screen time. And so as difficult as it is, that's what I'm shooting for. And I think notifications, disabling notifications when you can is a big deal on that. And socials is a big one. You know what I mean? Like there's never an emergency that happens via social media. You know what I mean? Like if something happens in your home, like something happens where you would need to go, you would need to leave an, an emergency, an accident, something like that. No one is going to send you like <laughs> via a Facebook messenger, uh, hey, grandma's in the hospital. I mean, I guess somebody out there might, but it seems like the least logical way to do that. You know what I mean? An Instagram comment. I just got in a car wreck. <laughs> you know, so if you have if you have all that stuff disabled, it seems like such an easy thing to do. And I don't know who my audience is right now. I don't know who I'm talking to. You might be the most efficient person on the planet with your phone. And I'm so proud of you for two reasons. 
One, for being able to be that efficient, and two, for listening to this podcast that would not apply to you in any way, shape, or form. Thank you for that. Anyways, I think that I think that wraps up what I wanted to say as far as um, tools, right? Notifications, disabling those, setting boundaries, the 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 general, the broad part, the battle against screen time. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see how it plays out. It's it's really great to see that awareness level just keep going up and up. You know what I mean? And so what I probably will do is post an Instagram or yeah, post on Instagram a, a picture of my my current screen time and something to compare that to. And so I definitely want to see your your screenshots too. If if you post one, feel free to tag me or something like that so I can I can see it. And then we can do this together. We can kind of minimize the screen time that we don't need and, uh, and check up on each other in a few months or whatever. I'm sure I'll be talking about this more than once this year. Right now, I just wanted to put something out there that says, hey, we have started the war, right? And this is where we're at. This is benchmark one, right? I spend two and a half to three hours on screens. It's not totally unnecessary, but some of it still is. I can still reduce that even yet. The other thing that's a hard pill to swallow is the camera because camera gets logged as screen time. But I got to cut that out because that, yes, that's screen time. But to me, like screen time isn't screen time when I'm using my screen to create something. Screen time is screen time to me when I'm just browsing, reading comments, reading a super long, unnecessary thread, following a rabbit hole that has no purpose those are the things, like I associate screen time with negative things. There's definitely a lot of positive things about screen time. Of course, like I said, people work from their phones. But um, for me, I'm, I generally associate screen time with negative things. So if I could just cut camera from that from the analytics, that'd be awesome. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm anxious to see what other tools come out in the near future. And uh, I, I, again, like round of applause for TikTok. Hold on a second. Let me set, let me set this mic down. Round of applause for TikTok because I think that's such a cool idea to just add that passcode, that second layer of awareness. That's awesome. Dudes, thanks for listening to a um, less fun episode than the last couple. But nonetheless, I think one that's super important and one that I'm super uh, excited to, to talk about and to dive into. I'll have a blog post on the website. Uh, you can do bit.ly slash dudes Jeremy for that. Um, Twitter, Instagram, all, all the handles, all the all the socials at Dude It's Jeremy. It's kind of ironic to do a whole bit about screen time and then be like, follow me on all the socials. But I really, I post like, don't get me wrong, I post as much as I possibly can within a reasonable amount of, while uh, whatever, while exposing myself to a reasonable amount of time, screen time. Wow. I struggled to get that one out there. But you know what I mean. And those reviews. This podcast is to blank food. Wait, oh, I cannot get it right. This podcast, this, <laughs> pause. This is to podcasts what blank is to food. My mom even recommended it to her blank group. Copy and paste that ish, and I will read it on the next episode. I cannot wait. Thanks for listening, dudes. We'll see you in the next one.